Welcome to part two of the Tacky the Penguin series. This first story is called Tacky in Trouble. Oh boy, what's going to happen to Tacky? As goodly, lovely, angel, neatly and perfect sang sunrise on the iceberg, the sun rose on the iceberg. They felt very much in charge. What's happening? blared Tacky the Penguin greeting each of his companions with a hearty slap on the back. After breakfast, the penguins went about their morning activities. Whether they were ice block building, napkin folding, feather combing, or ballroom dancing, Tacky was the odd bird. Then it was nap time. Nap time for all, that is, but Tacky. What a great day for surfing, he cried. Would that be fun or what? It would be what, said Goodly, lovely, angel, neatly and perfect. Go surfing if you must, but please do it quietly. So, Tacky took off alone and coasted over the waves. Suddenly, the wind came up, filling his shirt like a sail, and he found himself blowing full speed ahead, out to sea. He loved the spray on his beak and the thrill of the ride. On he sailed, and on, and on, through sunny days and starlit nights. By the time he finally reached land, he was standing on the tippy webs of an ice cube. With his little heart beating in excitement, Tacky waddled ashore, ready for an adventure. After being greeted by the strangest penguins he'd ever seen, he came upon a large grey rock. How nice! He had lots of rocks at home. But funny, thought Tacky, this rock is warm. The rocks he knew were cold. Hmm, and it's a little squishy. The rocks he knew were hard. Oh, and it's sort of hairy. Hairy? He could remember any hairy rocks back on the iceberg. Hmm. Tacky never could sit still for long, so he did the little rock-hopping dance he'd always done when he was at home. I don't need shoes and I don't need socks, just my mellow yellow feet for hopping on the rocks. Hey! I don't need shoes and I don't need socks, just my mellow yellow feet for hopping on the rocks. Hey! hey. I don't need... Uh, ooh. <gasps> Suddenly, the rock rose up and a voice louder than any penguins, a voice louder than even Tacky's, boomed. Something is tickling my back. Before Tacky could ask, what's happening? The rock, whose name happened to be Rocky, grabbed him and they were crashing through the jungle. Tacky loved adventures, but was this fun or what? Huh, he wasn't so sure. Finally, Rocky came to a very great clearing, plunked Tacky down and bellowed, Flowers for my table! Flowers for my table! While Tacky was puzzled, Rocky was overjoyed, for she had taken one look at Tacky's shirt and was convinced she had brought home the most beautiful bunch of flowers in the world. Yes, indeedy! just what I needed to brighten up this dreary old place. Let's see. Hmm. I'll need a wide vase. It's a gorgeous bunch of flowers, but hmm. it's pretty thick around the stem area. 
after choosing her widest vase, Rocky plopped Tacky in, and he looked around. The table was set for dinner, with ketchup and lemon pie and grape punch and gravy and mustard and marmalade and peanut butter and lots of other good things. Mmm, peanut butter. Rocky galumped gleefully around the table singing, Flowers make all the difference. Flowers make all the difference. I'm not a bunch of flowers, said Tacky. <gasps> Say what? trumpeted Rocky. Of course you're a bunch of flowers. Don't be silly. She sniffed Tacky. Hmm, you smell lovely too. Thank you, said Tacky. But I'm not a bunch of flowers. I'm a penguin. Rocky eyed Tacky suspiciously. Hmm, what's a penguin? Some sort of weird plant? No, offered Tacky. It's a kind of bird. A bird? snorted Rocky. Oh, what a hoot! You're not like any bird I've ever seen. Tacky felt his neck feathers prickle uncomfortably. I'm really, honestly, truly a penguin, he repeated. Rocky did not want to hear this. She wanted flowers. She needed those flowers. And her dull grey home needed those flowers. If you're a penguin, prove it, Rocky demanded. Then she reached out, whoosh, she snatched Tacky's shirt. At least I'm keeping the pretty blossoms no matter what. Well, unless you can, can, unless you can convince me you're a penguin. Tacky knew he was in trouble now. His shirt was his sail, and without his shirt, how would he get home? Would he ever see goodly, lovely, angel, neatly and perfect again? Hurry up now, I'm hungry and I don't have all day, snapped Rocky impatiently. Prove you're a penguin, do something penguinish. <laughs> Tacky thought very hard. He just had to show her. <gasps> oh yes, oh yes, he remembered. Penguins march. And he began. One, two, three, stepped in the ketchup bowl without knowing it and continued marching over the table. Four, five, seventeen, one hundred. <gasps> what else, asked Rocky. Penguins belly slide. Ooh, Tacky got a running start, skidded across the lemon pie, and swished in swirls over the table. Mmm, where was that lemon smell coming from? Go on, ordered Rocky. Penguins dive. Tacky took a bounding leap up and did a splashy cannonball into the pitcher of grape juice. Oh, what a refreshing thing that was. More confused than convinced, Rocky asked. And... Keep going, keep going. What else? What else could a penguin do? Then he remembered what had gotten him into this situation in the first place, and he said, Penguins are excellent hoppers. Bravely, tilting his beak up in his best proper hopping form, he hopped in the gravy and hopped on the cloth, and hopped in the mustard and hopped on the cloth, and hopped in the marmalade and hopped on the cloth and hopped in the peanut butter and stopped. What happened? Then he waddled stickily over to Rocky. See, he shrugged, hopefully. I'm a penguin. Rocky looked at her red, yellow, purple, brown, gold, orange, and tan tablecloth and bellowed, What have you done to my tablecloth? Tacky froze. 
He had been having fun doing penguin things and hadn't even realized that he'd made a mess. Oh, oh no, he thought. I'm stuck here forever. I'm never getting home to my iceberg. My tablecloth! My tablecloth! hooted Rocky. I love it! I simply love it! Look at those colors! They are brilliant! They're beautiful! And they're so much prettier than your blossoms! No offense. Here you go, you wonderful odd whatever you are! With that, she picked up Tacky's shirt and flipped it to him. She also threw him a hot dog, a cookie, and three kisses. Thank you, she trumpeted, as Tacky waved goodbye and set out for the water's edge. He leapt onto a log, thinking, I didn't know ice blocks came in brown. And as his shirt caught the wind, he set sail. Meanwhile, back on the iceberg, Goodly, lovely, angel, neatly and perfect, were singing, Sunrise on the iceberg! The sun rose, but they didn't feel in charge. Life just hadn't been the same without Tacky. Everything was so orderly, and they were tired of patting each other on the back and whispering, What is happening? Nothing was happening. Then they saw the speck in the distance. Could it be? And as the speck came closer and closer, they could see it was Tacky. Goodly, lovely, angel, neatly and perfect, hugged Tacky. Tacky was an odd bird, but a nice bird to have around. And, many miles away, an elephant sat by her colorful tablecloth and thought the same thing. The end of Tacky in Trouble. Now, here's the second book in the series. This one's called Tacky Goes to Camp. It didn't exactly look like summer camp, but then summer didn't exactly look like summer in the nice icy land. And yet, here were goodly, lovely, angel, neatly and perfect, and Tacky at camp, whoopee-ha-ha! -ha. Goodly, lovely, angel, neatly and perfect, had packed carefully. They brought flashlights and socks, a first aid kit, a hat, a shovel, toothpaste, toothbrush, a blanket, some trail mix, and their everything was packed neatly in their backpack. Tacky brought pizza, cookies, pajamas, a party hat, a yo-yo, skating, skating shoes, a pillow, and a giant TV. Oh my goodness, how could Tacky manage all of that? Goodly, lovely, angel, neatly and perfect, wore nifty uniforms with their names on them. Tacky wore a scarf around his neck with a big old sign across his chest that said Tacky. And every night they slept in real tents. How campy! Tacky's tent was very colorful with a nice big sign on it that said Tacky. It looked very circus-like. At Whoopi-ha-ha, their days were filled with wonderful activities like rock climbing and synchronized swimming and archery. Oh, you can imagine the fun Tacky was having. There was arts and crafts 
and Tacky's favorite was a game he invented called Tippy Canoe and Tacky Two. <laughs> Did you get it? What's the name of the game? Tippy Canoe and Tacky Two. But the best activity of all came one evening. It was sleep under the stars night. The penguins gathered around the crackling fire and sang the camp song. We're penguins, we cannot ride horses, because our legs weren't put on long. But other than that, we're perfection, just hear us as we sing our song. Whoopee, 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 ha ha, ho ho, hee hee, whoopee, 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 ha ha, ho ho, hee hee. We're penguins, we cannot ride horses, because our legs weren't put on long. But other than that, we're perfection, just hear us as we sing our song. Whoopee, 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 ha ha, ho ho, hee hee. Whoopee, 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 ha ha, ho ho, hee hee. Then it was time to make s'mores, toasted marshmallows, and chocolate smashed between two graham crackers. Mmm, yum. Finally, just before bedtime, it was scary story time. Oh boy. Goodly and Lovely told a tale called Gotcha. It was about a penguin poking swordfish and very scary. Angela neatly came up with the creeping crawling plant, even scarier. Perfect followed with a story called The Whooping Wubba Wubba Bird, which was so scary the penguins could barely listen and they held their flippers over their air places. Oh my goodness, they didn't want to hear it. Then it was Tacky's turn. He announced, Iori is all aware of air. He unstuck his s'morey beak and began. My story is called Beware the Bear. Hmm, now that sounded promising. Tacky began. Once upon a time, the penguins were gathered around the campfire when they heard a thud, 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 and a great growly voice called out, Beware the Bear. Tacky's companions shivered a little. The voice came closer. Beware the bear. Now the penguins held their flippers and closer. Beware the bear. They squoze their eyes shut and waited. And then, said Tacky, a bear thudded up to the penguins and announced, how de do My name is Beware. Beware the bear. Get it? Yuck, 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 yuck. The end. <laughs> oh, that's silly tacky. A silence followed. Then a chorus of, Oh! Scary story time had ended as a not-so-scary story night, so the disappointed penguins crawled into their sleeping bags. Only one penguin remained unbagged. You can guess who that was, right? Mr. Tacky. Tacky needed some some more s'mores. At least a few dozen more or less. Finally satisfied, he dove in headfirst, not worrying about having crumbs in his bed. 
nor was he aware that his sleeping bag was lying on the leftovers he just couldn't quite finish. Much, much later, well after midnight, as the penguin slumbered, there came, you guessed it, a thud, 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 and a great growly voice boomed out, Beware the bear! Up shot goodly, lovely angel, neatly and perfect, and what they saw was a bear, a bear to beware of. Something smells yummy, growled the bear. He helped himself to one marshmallow, two squares of chocolate, three graham crackers, and four more toasting sticks. Then he ate the pickly basket, gobbled up the guitar, and swallowed the fire log whole. Not yummy, he bellowed, but I'm still hungry in my tummy. He hovered, he hovered, he hovered over goodly, lovely, angel, neatly, and perfect. The penguins always did everything as a group, and what this group needed to do now was run. But Tacky, 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 wake up! Tacky, wake up, Tacky, they cried. Once more, murmured Tacky from the depths of his sleeping bag. Tacky, wake up! Wake up, they repeated. Frantically, they tapped him and poked him. At last, when they tickled his webbies, he popped up. And the leftovers upon which Tacky had slept had become stuck to his sleeping bag, forming a graham crackery, chocolatey, marshmallowy face. Gadzooks, gasped the bear. What a horrid-looking thing. It was huge, with mean eyes and green skin and webbed feet. The bear backed away. Tacky waddled forward, his muffled voice calling, Once more? Once more? The bear backed farther away, falling over a log, and Tacky continued waddling forward. Once more? Once more? The terrified bear cried out, No more! No more! I don't want more! No more! No more! Yelp! I'm out of here! The bear got out of there. Fast! As he sped off, he thought to himself, That was embarrassing, but at least I'll have a scary story to tell around my campfire tonight. Goodly, lovely, angel neatly and perfect, hugged Tacky. They didn't even mind getting sticky. Tacky was an odd bird, but a nice bird to have around. The end of Tacky Goes to Camp. And the final story in this series is called Tacky and the Haunted Igloo. Oh man, more scary stuff. Let's see what happens with Tacky and the Haunted Igloo. Halloween was coming to nice icy land. And this year was special because the penguins had decided to turn their igloo into a haunted igloo. Wouldn't that be fun and scary for their trick-or-treater guests? Oh my. For days, Goodly and Lovely had decorated their home with cobwebs, pumpkins, skeletons, warning signs, and all things Halloween-y. Meanwhile, Angel, Neatly, and Perfect worked on the treats. Yummy, gummy Swedish fish, bat cycles, and awful waffles. And what did Ducky the Penguin do? 
snacky-tacky sap of the treats by the dozen, and pronounced them as beak-smacking good. And somebody had to sample the treats. When the morning of the big Halloween night rolled around, the penguins had a staff meeting. Who was going to haunt the haunted igloo? They were, of course, and that meant they had to choose very scary costumes. I'm scared of insects, said Goodly, so Goodly became an insect. I'm afraid of the dark, admitted Lovely, so Lovely wore a dark outfit with a big black mustache. The scariest thing I can think of are monsters, stammered Angel, who had become a monster. And thunder and lightning are worse, added Neatly, in a stormy outfit. As for me, announced Perfect, I am afraid of bubbles. Bubbles? Bubbles? But Perfect was perfect, so no one dared to ask any questions. Now the companions turned to Tacky. Tacky, what are you afraid of? Tacky couldn't think of a single thing that frightened him. Nothing. But, cried his companions, you can't wear nothing. It's Halloween. Think, Tacky, think. So, Tacky waddled off to a thinking place. And thunk. And thunk. And thunk. You guessed it. All that thinking made Tacky go to sleep. That evening, the first trick-or-treaters arrived at the haunted igloo, shivering in delight at the scary sounds, like the bzzz of an insect and the blub of a bubble. Cobwebs surrounded the visitors, and skeletons popped out of the walls. Whoo! So scary! The trick-or-treaters kept coming, and coming, and coming. And when they had been scared silly, they all departed happily, with shivering spines, feathers on end, and bags loaded with Swedish fish, batsicles, and awful waffles. This was the best haunted igloo in the history of the world. But wait! Things were going too well. Where, oh where, was Tacky? Had he forgotten it was Halloween? Knock! Bangity knock! Knock! Bangity knock! The entire igloo clinked as it shook. <gasps> Who could be banging so loudly? The noise hurt their ear places. With caution, goodly, lovely, angel, neatly, and perfect, creaked the door open, and there stood three ghosts. Three ghosts who wasted no time in announcing, We're trick-or-treating ghosties, and we ain't no toothy fairies, so give us all your yummy treats, or we do something scaries. <laughs> give us all your yummy treats, now! That was really was scary, and the reason it was really scary was because there were no yummy treats left. Thanks to the visitors, 
and especially thanks to Snacky Tacky, not a Swedish fish scale, batsicle drip, or awful waffle crumb remained. The three ghosts searched high, low, and sideways for signs of a treat. Nothing. And after finding nothing, they whipped off their costumes. <gasps> the hunters were back. We're not called hunters for nothing, they growled, and with that they began the chase. Gonna catch some pretty penguins and we'll grab em by the toe and we'll plop em in our treaty bags. Holy ho ho! Gonna catch some pretty penguins and we'll grab em by the toe and we'll plop em in our treaty bags. Holy holy ho! All this commotion disturbed Tacky's nap. Uh, 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 I mean, Tappy's, Tacky's thinking. Must be party time, he thought, as he rushed to get ready. Bursting onto the scene, he shouted, Is this a scary costume or what? Oh my goodness, Tacky had a toaster on his head. He had on the suspenders. He had a big old scarf around his neck. What was Tacky dressed as? His companions pointed frantically to the big bullies in the doorway. Tacky waddled right up to the biggest hunter, gave him a friendly flipper slap, and exclaimed, Well, howdy do, bro! Bro? Bro? The hunter went from looking mean to looking slightly confused. Bro? Like in brother? <laughs> he mumbled. As he looked at Tacky more closely, the big fellow began to get nervous. <clears throat> Him's got the same booties. Yup. Same pansies. Shirty and suspender enders. Same scarfy. Yup. And looky. Him's hat's just like mine. Gotta be me, brother. <laughs> and then a worse thought hit him. <gasps> right in his itty-bitty brain. But wait! Him's just exactly like me! Him's me twin brother! Then, me's a twin! And so scary looking, me scared of myself! <gasps> oh no! Oh my goodness gracious! <gasps> and at that, all three hunters dove, their furry paws over their eyes. So, there the penguins were, stuck with three shaking and shivering hunters, hunters under their table. How long would they stay there? A week? A month? Forever? The shivering would wobble the table so the soup would spill. And where would they put their webbies when they sat down to eat? There were no treats left to coax them out. Maybe, just maybe. They could frighten them away, so they tried their best, or worst, haunting noises Bzzz, with the insect, wobba wobba, moaned the dark one, eesh, screeched the monster, boom biddy boom biddy boom, roared the thunder, blub, 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 bubbled, bubbled, bubbled to the bubble. The hunters didn't budge. Then Tacky chirped, hey bro. I'm coming home with you. Well, that did it. Up popped Big Bro. <laughs> and he and his buddies fled the igloo. The hunter called, 
You're not coming home with me, teensy brother. You bees too scary. He galumped away as fast as he could, wondering, Does me have a beak like me twin brother? And his sidekick says, You think you were scared? We was seen double. Two of you was twice as scary. Back in the igloo, goodly, lovely angel, neatly and perfect, hugged Tacky. Why? Because Tacky was an odd bird, but a nice bird to have around. The end of Tacky and the Haunted Igloo.